Beats and Vibes Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Vibes Podcast. Tights and the most wrestling time of the year we've got tables and ladders and chairs but it doesn't matter because the rumble is near (laughs) it's the most wrestling time of the year yeah you didn't expect that note welcome to tights and fights the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves i'm all elite howls how oh no why I'm all elite house, how level available ladies only is private chat. It's like Clubhouse. <laughs> and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. Get this hair, Danielle Radford. Uh, don't go to Clubhouse, it is a cesspool. Well, we'll get into that later. Yeah, and will. Monday Ritro, Lindsay Kelk. Woo! At first I thought it said Monday Whitro, and I'm like, that's a bold move, Julian. That's <laughs> also <laughs> accurate. I mean, accurate, but also I just feel like right on the edge of something that's not cool. So, uh, well, but yeah, I'll take right throw. That's that's my job. So thank you for acknowledging that. words here at Tights and Fights, if nothing else. We're at the end of not only 2020, but also the last WWE pay-per-view of the year. Now they're events, network events. Are they pay-per-view? Can you still pay? Sixty dollars. Yeah, you can. To watch. No, you, if you're, do you still have to no. pay sixty dollars? Yeah, something like that. That might be. Maybe it's I like forty like, or fifty. I don't know. I think if you tweet Vince or Paul or Steph and say you'd like to pay sixty dollars, they will personally come to your house to accept it. Yeah, they'll That's send one of those drones now. at least. They'll send yeah. a drone with the little send Linda. Them. They'll send Linda because Linda's out of a goddamn job, so she hey. will come and handle the money. It will be fine. She'll count it right in front of you. A 320s? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, you're not going back inside your house until she has counted every penny. And she doesn't have a penny to give you change. So (laughs) it is what it is. Well, this Sunday is WWE's TLC show. I'm going to run it down real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles with Omos. I think that could be really fun. I'm excited for that. Could be good. Yeah. Could be good. Sasha Banks versus Carmella. I think that could be a very good match, too. I'm very excited for Carmella. She's. I feel like she gets slept on a lot, and I feel like a match like this could really... It's a good place for her to show off. We Luckily, we've all gotten to see that she can be funny, but I think she can actually work, too. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited for her to get this. She had a great run when she was champion. She did. Maybe great as, yeah. maybe great as hyperbolic, but I, it was very, she very good. She had a perfectly good. adequate run as champion, and I think Sasha will bring the best out in her. Yep. Is my feeling. Yes, it's gonna it'll help her level up. We have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and a mystery partner. Do we all want to guess who it's gonna be? One, two, three, Charlotte. Is that <laughs> I mean What if that else? would be such a shocker? I just I just I don't like when champions are involved in tag team matches because I'm like, let Asuka be champion, but I know yeah, I mean, should that be her mystery partner, that sets them up for the fun feud for Charlotte to come back and say, Hey, guess what? Big blonde cans is back, and she wants her belt back, and um, that'll be a thing that could happen. <laughs> you broke out. <laughs> I just, well, I mean, and I say that with love. I've met her and interviewed her on several occasions, and I think she's fantastic. But 
the inevitability. She's that she's saying us, right? Of the women's division. It's like Charlotte is inevitable and we do not yet have an Iron Man. So yeah, if Big Bong Hands is back, Big Bong Hands Big Bong Hands is back. I can't even say. She has it. a I'm gauntlet where she's collecting implants in them. Yes, but I was like, but it's <laughs> just her saying? boobs. It's just her. It's just I love every every couple I, of years. I do love that she calls them her gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> I just like yeah. when people embrace the work that they've had done. I, think I have it's fun. no problem with sure. like her getting them done. It's just Not a descriptor yeah. because if if the it. police were like describe this woman, I would Big say Big Blonde Hands. That's. <laughs> That would be it. And they would go, oh, Charlotte. And I was like, that's it. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. the one. So yeah. good for her. We'll be happy to see her back. Yes. Uh, if if it's her, if it's her. It, we've been wrong before. If it's her. Maybe yeah. it's Bo Dallas. I don't know. Bo Dallas. There's a name. Remember when it was going to be Bo Dallas and it was Ember Moon? And everyone felt so bad for Bo Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oh, Bo Dallas. Bo, Bo leave. I liked Believe. I liked that gimmick. I, didn't, I, did I don't too. think they went far enough Same. with it. Yep. It's a so shame. So great in NXT, but there's yeah. a tale as old as time. Then we have Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I mean, there's nothing not to like there. Yeah. Yes, please. It is a yes. filler a feud, but still should be enjoyable. Then we have The Fiend versus Randy Orton in a Firefly Inferno match. This is their chance to redeem themselves. This could be their amazing redemption story. This could be... That they learned the lessons of their past and they are here to entertain us with the stories of our future. And I choose to believe that I have to or I won't be able to. This is all going to depend on how much Randy feels like being in that ring. Does anyone remember Bray Wyatt's first pay-per-view match? (laughs) At SummerSlam 2013, I believe it was, he faced off against Kane in an Inferno match. Oh. Pretty sure that was the first one. Certainly an early signature feud of Bray Wyatt. Are you confirming that, Julian? Because I saw you nod. Yeah, that was his Am first right? match. It definitely was. I remember because, so, you know, it wasn't even a traditional, like, when you think, like, the old Attitude Era Inferno matches where somebody getting set on fire, this was just, the ring is surrounded by fire and it's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to set people on fire anymore. Unless they do it pre-taped. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to set Randy on fire... um, Randy's still on a, he's still on his streak, right? Danielle, check the chart. He's still on his streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't uh, updated it yet because I haven't had to. So I, it's just from whenever that the last time yeah. we had um, America's boy, America's Canadian boyfriend RJ City on the show. Um, so whenever we had him on, I haven't had to update it yet. Yeah. So we're not counting. We're not counting peripherals. We're not counting. We know, spouses. We're not counting Kim's QAnon tinged questions. He did co-sign it. So I'm not no, he it. was. It was. It, it, he's not responsible for the business of his wife uh, necessarily. Um, but if he wants to let himself be set on fire for our amusement, as a cap on a wonderful year, um, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with it. He hasn't got like long hair that could get singed or anything. So I say go for it, Randall. Light that man on fire. Yeah. Just for just for a chuckle. We also have New Day versus the Hurt Business. I assume that this is uh, what Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are the tag are the tag wing. I believe so. Mm-hmm. That should be good. Those are those are four guys who are good at wrestling, and I'm enjoying the Hurt. I, I they've done a decent job of building the Hurt Business up. Yeah, they're MVP a believable a stable, right? They're like 
I yeah. see them all come out and I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I don't question it. I don't go like, meh. Um, it's yeah. cohesive and I like that they all wear their suits. I love Because it's nice when wrestlers yeah. get a chance to wear their suits and that they fit them. Um, yeah. So that's fine. They I think it's like got a, a lot of church. potential to be a really, really fun match. I had such, such high expectations for New Day Street Profits um, at Survivor Series, which I enjoyed it, but I think my expectations were just way too high and there was too mm. much on those boys. Um, with this one, I just feel like my expectations are high, but I'm not like I'm not gonna put too much on it because I just think everyone in the match has a great skill set to do something super fun. Mm-hmm. When you look at sure. Street Profits New Day, they're both so flashy that you were just literally expecting to have your mind blown out of your skull. With this one, I'm like, oh, this is like a good mix of styles. Like you've got Cedric Alexander in here to be the super performative baby boy mm-hmm. uh, but then you've also got Kofi in here to do his fun stuff uh, you've got Woods in there to be Woods which is all he needs to do mm-hmm. um, and, and then you've got Sheltie in to beat the living shit out of people so mm-hmm. I think it could be really 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 fun Shelton Benjamin's the best smirker in the business nobody oh, yeah, he's got like it down. Benjamin nailed it mm-hmm. come on it's a good smirk yeah, I think it, it's this is a fine looking at it. This is a fine match card. It is a small match card. It is for me the notable absence is Daniel Bryan. I'm mm-hmm. excited for when he does return. It seems like they may be setting him up to be Roman Reigns' big challenger. Maybe that's the match they're building for WrestleMania or at least for Royal Rumble if but they don't Hallie's- get The Rock. He's really busy. He's busy in his other job. He's busy selling watches on Instagram. He's busy getting that spawn yeah. con. I get it. Uh, he's that man he's can sell got a watch. things to do. I Taking just didn't ayahuasca in the desert. Yeah, he's a busy he's man. Busy he's man. a busy man. Yeah, I, How else I is he supposed it. to pay for the ayahuasca if he's not selling a watch? Truth. You're right. Ayahuasca? No, stop. Don't encourage me. <laughs> That's his next post. <laughs> Bree, Bree is writing this down. Bree, hi, Bree. She's writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've also got uh, NXT. We've got what is it? New Year's Evil. War, New evil. Year's evil. Thank you. Evil. We've Lol. got Austin Love Theory. Of course, has been has been paired with Johnny Gargano. I think that's a good elevation for Austin Theory. It feels like he's a talented guy. He's a, in, in baseball. You would call him a five tool player. He can he can sort of do it all. But he, they haven't quite found the right mix for him. He was great when he first exploded onto the scene in NXT. Then they brought him to the main roster, but it was too soon. Now he's mm-hmm. back with, with Gargano. This feels like it could be it could be a partnership that will that will help him actually get to the next level in a logical way where where the people who are watching where it feels like a a, a the progression makes sense. That we sort of buy where he is yeah. and maybe he mm-hmm. picks up more wins that way. What do you guys think? I like Austin Theory. Um, I saw him in Orlando at the Evolve versus Progress show, I think it was. Mm. And it sort of sent me down an Austin Theory hole. And the feelings I had coming out are that he's very young. He's extremely naturally gifted. And that his character wasn't entirely a gimmick. Um, and that he is just a very, very pleased with himself, arrogant young man. And if you choose to delve into rumor and gossip and dirt sheets uh, at all, then that does seem to have been the case. 
in that he did genuinely believe that he was the future of everything and should be given the world, or at least the moon, on a stick. Um, and that was never going to play well in the WWE. Let, let us not forget one of the things that is written on the wall of the training center is be coachable. Uh, that's one of the main things they ask you when you sign up to NXT. They don't ask if you're good at wrestling, remember. They ask if you're good at being coached. Um, so I think this is really good for him. I think that cocky rookie arrogance will take you so far. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you got to earn it, especially in an NXT where people love their NXT baby so much. Yeah. And it, that, it was a similar thing with Karrion Cross to me. It was like, don't come in here and think you can take this away from my babies because uh, I am that baby. But uh, I, I'm really pleased to see him in a group where they are working with him. Plus, you know, he's like Gargano's Padawan. And I love that. I love that for him. <laughs> Let's talk about Karrion Cross for a second, who is now back after mm. he won the NXT title and then had to immediately relinquish it because of because of injury. Danielle, I'm curious if you think that there is a place for him in the title picture right now, or if it's better for him to bide his time and then eventually work him in later, because it feels really crowded. That world title scene, for some reason, feels very crowded. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I... I know a lot of people are super duper into the Carrion Cross. I think he's great. I think he's fine. He's not one that I'm like super simping over though. Um, so I don't mind if he winds up taking a break. And plus also, I you know, this is just one of those things where, and this is my bad, um, but I've been so trained to be like, well, we're not even on the road yet. None of this matters, you know? Um, that especially with the road like coming up uh, very soon, I'm interested to know what that looks like. Uh, this year having learned whatever lessons we did or did not learn last year with the covid um so i'm not hopping i'm not super ready for him to come into the title picture if he does i'm I'm sure it'll be great i'm sure it'll be fun but i'm okay with him kind of taking a back seat right now and letting all of this play out well the guy in the title picture right now with finn balor on new year's evil his opponent will be kyle o'reilly getting another match Lindsay, is there any world where it makes sense to put the title on on Kyle O'Reilly? I mean, only if Finn is still injured, um, in Mm. which case he probably wouldn't be having this match. Uh, To me, I mean, to me, and I love Murder Kyle. I love that he's now, I hate you all and you all have to die, Murder Kyle. Um, Mm. I watch his matches through my fingers now because I'm convinced he's going to kill a boy. Um, His Pete Dunn match was, I mean, if you haven't watched that yet, go and watch it. But like, watch it with a blanket to put over your face at certain times, not only to cover your eyes from Pete Dunn's tan, which (laughs) remains, um, but also because there were moments where I'm like, oh, Kyle just straight up killed him. Kyle just murdered him with his neck and his head. Um... And I, I get that he's angry and I get that he wants to show us all how good he can be. But I'm like, please don't kill a baby, Kyle. Um, I don't, I just don't, I, it's not that I don't see him as champion. I think he would be a brilliant champion because he would be a passionate fighting champion. But I don't, it doesn't make sense storyline wise for me. I would rather this be just another knockdown, beat down, pro- so much to prove match. Uh, and then have Finn go on to uh, whatever the takeover for WrestleMania ends up being this year. Um, 
And and you know what? By then, I will totally accept a Finn carrying cross match. Uh, I, mm. I will buy Mania. I'm I'm enjoying this carry and bill that they haven't come straight back in and said I'm taking my belt back. Um, I love that they're saying like no I'm going to get into this side feud with Damian Priest which has got so much potential because they are two big boys, uh, two delightful leathery hoss. They're they're the leather hosses of, of NXT. Mm. Um, Beefy boys daddies. slapping meat. Yeah, they're big boys slapping meat and leather. Uh, they're leather big boys. So I'm down for that. I think that's going to be fun. Uh, but let's let's let let Finn have it and let him wrestle some matches because I still really want my Finn Pete done too, like real bad, real bad. I I agree that is a fantastic match waiting to happen. I think that match could happen without the title, frankly. It could. Be, it totally could. Be great. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind. It would be interesting to me to see Kyle O'Reilly win the title and then have that lead to the breakup of of the Undisputed Era. Not that I think that they've necessarily run their course, but it feels like maybe they they could, for, for whatever reason, there's a difference in my mind. As, as much great stuff, the Undisputed Era has been fantastic. Since they formed in NXT, they've been, I mean, it's, there have been very few missteps, if any. The New Day to me seems like a group that could be together forever. I have no desire to ever see them break up Whatever they do, I like seeing them do it together. I like that they're now like the Wu-Tang Clan of wrestling where no matter mm. what brand they're on, they can go do their solo projects, but they're always going to be New Day. Undisputed Era feels like at a certain point it has to break up. Kyle O'Reilly is, has made his impression on the WWE universe, on the fans, as a legitimate single star. Keeping mm-hmm. him in, in that stable... And keeping that stable together does not do anything for him no. once they've proven that. And that's the whole point of stables and teams is to create single stars. That's the hope. You, 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 you're trying to get as many of them as possible. They've got a few here and, and potentially more. Just to say nothing of, of Fish or um, uh, Roddy. Mr., Mr. Duke. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that to me is what proves your point um, or makes your point to me is Bobby Fish is ultimately on his way out, right? Like that's, yeah. and that's not an, an attack on Bobby. I love Bobby Fish, but he is 44 years old. He is plagued with injury. I don't want him to go out of this ring in a wheelchair. I yeah. think he has so much to offer if they phase him into a training role at the performance center while he works out the end of this story. That's cool by me. I don't know if he has the legs to go to a main roster run um, because the risk of his getting injured at any point would really put them in a precarious position. So if Kyle were to win on January 6th, I believe is January evil. Oh my God, that means we have Wrestle Kingdom on the 4th and 5th and then NXT, oh, Ooh. 2021 already wins. Long nights. Um, <laughs> I'm good. Please put me into cryosleep for the next two weeks. Um <laughs> But uh, if Kyle O'Reilly were to win, I fully expect to see Adam Cole in the Royal Rumble on January 24th. Yeah. Uh, Because I think if Kyle wins, Adam congratulates him, says, like, yeah, it's your time. You get this. 
and then I think Adam has to go. And I and because I don't know what is next for Adam Cole. He's already been in a Finn thing. He's already had a Carrion Cross run in. I yeah, there's nothing think, left. I think you Pat go McAfee's up and like blown off. Yeah, right. Yeah. They've done that. So and, and if you want to do Pat McAfee again, do it at WrestleMania with the two of them. You know, have have him go up in January, have him win the Intercontinental. Maybe it's Intercontinental, maybe it's US, but it's Intercontinental. He he has all the makings of a landmark Intercontinental champion. Oh my God, yes. Right? And then have Pat McAfee come and challenge him for WrestleMania. I think that I think that's a storyline that makes great sense for him and um, wouldn't be disappointing to anyone. And then, then Roddy, Roddy stays. <laughs> Roddy stays <laughs> in the next day. Yeah. We recorded our, our next two episodes last night and I had a resolution for for uh, one that would tie in really nicely. Adam Cole would be a good answer to the resolution that I had, which you'll have to find out in two weeks. I will not spoil it for you. Tony Storm beat Rhea Ripley. She's on a collision course with Io Shirai. Is Tony Storm the right person to take the title off of her? I think, I think so. she could be, right? Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, how great is it about the women's division that I'm like, I don't know, because I think any of them could. Exactly. And it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but Tony winning it opens up awesome feuds with it, it resets the feuds eo's beaten everyone so who's left to mm-hmm. beat you know like tony getting it opens up a feud with ember opens up a feud with shotzi uh when tegan comes back that gives us so much potential and i'm not that mad about what happened to Rhea because i am mad obviously because i want Rhea to win all of the matches but mm-hmm. now we're lined up perfectly for Rhea raquel which is That's my uh leather mommy horse fight that i'm excited <laughs> for yeah. That's big girl yeah. Girl slapping <laughs> like, big girl slapping meat and I want to uh-huh. see it so um, so much leather I was thinking about this last night there's like a lot of leather I know there's always been a lot of leather but there's like a lot of leather right now really coming away from the spandex and into the leather and I'm here for it we're in the leather age and I like it are they making action leather now is that why they're all able to <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. the is price of leather readable? has come down considerably <laughs> yeah I, I'm into it it, it all reminds me of China. Everyone's gear right now reminds yeah. me of China. And I love when ladies look like badasses. And um, like every woman on the NXT also looks like a fucking badass right now. More Xena shit, man. <laughs> Give it to me. More, right. more, more. You know, since we're talking about women, Lindsay, wow. we got to close out the, our last regular episode of 2020 <sighs> with one more update <laughs> on the red hot. <laughs> Don't take your eyes off of it. Women's division. In AEW, what happened this week? This is, I feel bad when I do this because it's no slur on the matches themselves. It's a slur on the booking of the matches and the fact that yes. the matches always occur between 9.26 and 9.30 um, every oh, week. Oh, that's clear. I don't think anybody yeah. thinks you're slandering the work of the okay. women who are fortunate Good. enough to Because I love the women and I loved the week. women this week. Uh, Serena D, Big Swole, Ivelisse Diamante, uh, oh, injected on. into my veins, please. I will mm-hmm. watch that on any promotion at any time for any reason. Belt, no belt, cage, inferno match. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Tony Khan on a pole. Yeah, I'm here for it. Tony Khan on a pole match, please. Um, I thought it was a really fun match that was abused with a picture-in-picture picture, like ad break, as usual. Of Totino's pizza rolls. <sighs> and um, yeah, that's what happened. They uh, Shikara uh, Hikaru Shida is going to be on next week, so that's nice. Be fun to see her again. 
Um, yeah. I am going to have to bring it up. I'm really sorry, Julian. I want to wrap it up, but I am going to have to mention the fact that um, they, they did The main event's going to be short today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah, uh, it will be. They did have a uh, the, t- the new tag team, the acclaimed, who, who rap um, poorly, but who rap, yes. uh, did make a joke about uh, the Young Bucks behaving like chicks on their cycle. Um, and I do want to just make it very clear that that's not cool. I want to let everyone know that's okay, because I, I pointed that out on the internet and was, and, and was sought out by a lovely gentleman who wished to discuss that joke with me. Um, it, it was a funny Oh, did funny he explain evening. why it was funny? They needed to explain to me why it was funny, mm. um, that it was in fact a joke, mm-hmm. that I personally have no sense of humor and don't understand jokes. Huh. And um, fourthly, that um, my opinion was not required or asked for and in any way necessary, and I should potentially keep it to myself in future. I'm paraphrasing, um, but it was nice to delve back into, and I didn't even tag dynamite because i knew what would happen if i tagged dynamite so i'm like i'm going to express this opinion because i feel very strongly that it's not cool or progressive or revolutionary to make jokes about men acting like chicks on their cycle um but they didn't tag it because i'm like this is just for the people who follow me and and will understand and if they want to enter into a spirited debate that's fine but they came and found me anyway they, they came do. and found me anyway yeah, of course they did. they're, they're not they're following me how do they find you anyway yeah. um so i had to put my phone down for a couple of hours and then i had to go on a, a mutathon um but it's not cool um aw fans not cool and making jokes about women on their period I just really feel strongly that it's not 1994 mm. and they could do better. Yeah, I mean, if, I, I, I wonder if maybe they had more women wrestling on the main show more often. You'd be able to say, like, chances are that some of these women have been kicking ass while they're on their cycle. I mean, it's I mean, actually, maybe that's why they only wrestle so irregularly, because Tony doesn't like to have anyone wrestle while they're <laughs> menstruating. That could be a thing. It's like that, that gym pass. That gym pass where it's like, oh, yeah. red wave's coming. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Maybe if they had a woman on commentary or a woman on their writing team or a woman uh, anywhere, any, anywhere, um, oh, they, it would they help. They do, but it's only on Periscope. If you watch AEW Plaid, then Noted. you can see stuff written by it's women on with women doing <laughs> it's commentary. Tout. It's, it's it on out. Tout. Tout it out. Every week I, I like watch it and I'm so excited. Even I have hope. And I know there's going to be stuff that I like in it. I can't write it off wholesale. I want I to. Know. But I, every time, like, there are good matches. There are tons of good characters. I love seeing Colt on there. It, it thrills me. Love seeing Colt on there. Love seeing I, I, it's great. MJF. It's love great. that women's match this week was awesome. Yeah. The Kenny great. match was great. Very excited to what... see what they're going to do with Darby Allen and Sting. Is the FTW a real championship, or is that something that they made up? I'm gonna I see go that with championship, a... but I can't remember where it came from. Did it? Was it? Is it's it the last Taz's son of Krypton, and it, and it came in like a little? <laughs> yes, it, it, it's Taz got it out of a meteorite, um, mm-hmm. and he just takes it from promotion to promotion. I love when he uses the fact that no one will recognize it officially as a way to defend it. I know. <laughs> like, like it's basically you. You're the. It's the Donald Trump of championships. It's like <laughs> I. It is the best one. It hasn't been proven in any court of law, and no one will actually back it up. But it, it's the best one. Um, it's just <laughs> unclear as to how he thinks that's going to sway anyone, and why anyone would want it. Well, I, I'm sure you have opinions on this, people. 
And if you love AEW and AEW Dark, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. Isn't that wonderful that we live in that world? You can continue the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Links to those are in our show notes. When we come back, we've got a main event. And you can look, but you can't touch. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm Lori Kilmartin. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Who are you, Lori Kilmartin? Oh, my God. So much pressure. Uh, I'm a stand-up. I've been doing stand-up since 1987. Uh, I'm a writer for Conan. I've written a couple books, have a couple CDs out, have a special out. Who are you, Jackie? Well, I, too, am a stand-up comic since 1984. And uh, I do the road like a maniac and uh, don't have a cool writing job, but I have four albums out working on a new album. We talk about stand-up. We talk about uh, all the different parts of stand-up comedy. So that's the Jackie and Lori show, and you should subscribe on Maximum Fun if you want to hear that. <laughs> and I would encourage you not to. Ties and Fights Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. This week, we're going to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock! Whoa! Holy shit! Next week will be the two-year anniversary of the announcement of the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. And, because news is really slow this week, and they're in the throes of their latest reality season... Guess who wrote that? <laughs> We're going to talk about the Bellas, specifically Woo! a Bella. L- Lindsay, why are we doing this? <laughs> okay. Take so us we're doing this because in the group chat, I made a hilarious suggestion that for this week's main event, we should talk exclusively about the clip of the last week now's Total Bellas when Brie asked Brian to have a chat with Autumn about why he didn't want to put the bone to Nikki now that she's pregnant. Because <laughs> Autumn hasn't been servicing his missus. This is mildly uncomfortable for me to talk about. But Bree asked me to talk to you about it because Nicole talked to her about it, about you being uncomfortable having sex with her right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's yeah, this yeah. Day, it stays yeah, in the family. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, there's it a whole baby inside there. You know what I mean? Like, it is weird. Did you, like, easily get over that? With Bertie, we talked to Dr. Decker about it. And then Dr. Decker just looked at me and rolled her eyes and said, you can't hurt that baby. It's, it's the mental thing that yeah. you think, like, there's a whole human inside. Yeah. It's interesting because I read this thing about how good it is for the baby, for right. the mom to experience orgasms, right? So that, so there's that, if you take it as a job. I've never told Bree this, if actually. I t- if I tell Nicole I'm taking it as no, a job, No, you can't tell her, you can't tell her. You can't tell her, you can't tell her, you can't tell her. And uh-huh. as we, if there's one thing that's defining about Nikki's character, it's that she, she is it. a horny lady. She's a yeah. horny, horny mama. Uh, and pregnant ladies get horny. Pregnant ladies get super horny. But it's so great. It says so much about society. It talks about uh, fragile masculinity. It talks about our culture denying 
the sexual mores of women and as pregnant women. Uh, it, I mean, it spoke in a much grander level about what, things that are problematic in our society. It's also fucking hilarious. <laughs> and you've just treat yourself and go and watch it. Go and watch Daniel Bryan explain to Artem from, from like, Dancing with the Stars why it's important to give his wife orgasms, his words, not mine, while she is pregnant for the good of the baby. That's, uh, you know, that sounds, is that what baby Jesus wanted from the wise man? Yes. It's literally, like, I'm assuming the part they missed out of the Bible is when the angel Gabriel came down and said, you got to read to the bump, <laughs> then you got to give her an orgasm because it's good for the baby. Uh, because that's what Daniel Bryan said. <laughs> on this day now, in the city of Bethlehem, for nine months, you got to put your own personal discomfort aside. So, you, And then Daniel's like, you just got to think of it as a job you've got to do. You've just got to think of it as like, you've got to talk to the bump, then you've got to give her an orgasm. <laughs> do the you job, Artem. Yeah, you, Artem's got to do the job to Nikki. <laughs> he's got to do the job for Nikki. And Brian's used to doing the job, like he's a professional. Uh, that That's when Daniel Bryan says, you know, parenthood, put you in a position to become okay with all kinds of things that you didn't think you would be. Take me, for example, I hate poop, but you yeah. get used to dealing with so much poop and you'll just get used to this. So it's like getting your wife off greater than or less great than cleaning up poop. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But Artem takes this analogy and is like, yes, you're right. I'm, I'll go do it. And it's unclear as to whether or not he immediately goes inside and gives her an orgasm, which is the way... He never says, like, make love to her or, like, be together. He's just like, you got to give her an orgasm. you got to give her an orgasm. Like, it's all business. Oh, he also says at one point, um, they'll only ever get to experience this once or maybe twice and that he should really embrace the novelty of it because he'll never get to, like, do this again. Like, so he also fetishizes it at the same time as making it sound like a task on the pregnancy to-do list, which I don't remember reading in What to Expect When You're Expecting, but I haven't read What to Expect When You're Expecting, so that would make sense. <laughs> it's the middle three chapters. Uh, Julian, I know you want us to talk about wrestling so desperately, so I'm going to tie this back into wrestling for we you. We just talked you about Autumn by... doing the job. How is it not wrestling? <laughs> you started by... Lindsay, give me a second. Just give me a second, please. <laughs> We started, this was about the women's tag team titles, but I think it would be better to decide which wrestlers would be the best and worst choices to give Artem that talk instead of Daniel Bryan. Let's start with the best. <laughs> I, I would love to see Mick Foley, who has many children and seems to be in a very loving relationship, have that talk with Artem. Yeah. And liken it to flying off the hell of the cell. It's an amazing moment that everyone You're going into the flaming table, but it's yeah. okay. Your partner's got you. You're safe. Yeah. Danielle, who, who should be giving that talk? Oh, well, I think we need some power of positivity up in this joint. I think we need the new day to come in uh, and just put it and, and, you know, just talk about like uh, they've done every kind of match. You can liken it to being in the cage. You can liken it to, you know, you're Aww. welcoming your third member. Don't, be, don't you dare be sour. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think he needs a really good positive pep talk and I think that the three boys are the best to be able to do that um, Kofi's got kids Woods has kids uh, I, 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 those are those are my guys that's who we bring in in the clutch that they, I think they could really pump up Artem plus they will help him carbo load with some pancakes beforehand it's win win 
Yeah, it all makes sense. Lindsay? I was also going to pick New Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's I, great. I'd narrowed it into Kofi to be the reassuring one, but that Biggie would be his hype man, whereas Woods would just be like, I, I can tell you how this exactly is going to be. I think it would be a great dynamic, um, but because they've gone, I'm going to choose uh, Maurice um, to scare it out of him. Because if there's yeah. one person who's a scarier pregnant lady than, than Nikki, it's Maurice. Uh, and I just, I wouldn't dare tell her otherwise. So I think if she could sit down and have a very frank discussion about why it's required uh, without making it sound like a textbook. Uh, I mean, don't let the Miz in there for fuck's sake, but Maurice, mm-hmm. I'll send Maurice in to tell him how it's done. And she'd be great for doing it for reality TV also. So it, it's a win-win. And the worst, I mean, you know, look, obviously Bastion Booger is nobody to be talking about that. I think I... Ew. I who would be the worst? Who would be the worst one? Probably the great caller. Randy. Randy. <laughs> Randy's, Randy's not worried about it. Randy's really not worried about it. Uh, who amongst the main roster is a selfish lover? There's the question of the day. Oh. <laughs> I've got the worst one. I know who it is, and it'll tie back to the show. It's John Cena. John, why would you ever want to take her? Oh, oh, oh no. First, we're going to meet in the bedroom, and in then his cigar room? cigars, we'll <laughs> yeah. have coitus. Like, that actually wow. could have oh, happened on him. that show at some point. <laughs> and he could have asked him if uh, he could ask him if they've got the mirror on the ceiling that Nikki likes so much. Like that would be fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you tried taking her on down? the tour bus? Because she really enjoys that. Oh. But John would do it because he he's such a uh, he really is John Cena for the people. Um, I think he would put everything aside um, because I think that his his morals would tell him that it's it's up to him to make sure that this still happens. It's, he it would all send a package. John. He's so used he, to it. He would send a package. He would send the books and some toys. And be like, uh, from me to you, from me to you, mm-hmm. and it would be okay. For all Julian we know, he has. desperately wants us to wrap this up. <laughs> Look, if you have any thoughts on what we've discussed, this is what we want you to connect with us about on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord via the links Merry in our show notes. Sorry, Julian. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Julian. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christ- everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Lindsay. Thank you. We got to get that goddamn vaccine, guys. I'm serious. Just, where the fuck is that vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> Coming 2022. We'll be back after this with some things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is Tights and Fights. Congratulations. You've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. Wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. (laughs) Can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch catch the wave. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites. Welcome back to Tides and Bites. I'm Daniel. I'm, nope, I'm not. I'm Hal <laughs> Lublin, be, huh? and I'm joined today by... Hal Lublin. And? <laughs> Lindsay Kelk. 
This week we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> Danielle, what do you got? Okay, so I'm not going to spoil anything because Mando came out early this morning and I know that at least Mm -hmm. one of us hasn't seen it and uh, Lindsay has also not seen it. Um, But there was, I don't, this is not a spoiler. Um, There was a really cool wrestling move that was in this episode. And that's and it's a fighting thing, so you could expect that mm-hmm. to happen. If you've you've already seen it, it's Saturday. If you haven't seen it, you've had it spoiled. I assume everyone here will immediately go and watch it as soon as this is over. But I go just want to yeah. put them over um, for really cool fight scenes uh, that include a wrestling move, and that's it. And then I'm putting over the entire episode, and I'm putting over the people that were in the episode. That's great, Lindsay. Uh, I am putting over the Kenny Omega uh, Laredo kid match from uh, Triple Mania this weekend, the Triple A, Triple Mania 28. Uh, It was Mm. on YouTube, so you could watch it for freeze, which was so exciting. Um, Kenny was being Kenny, like proper old Kenny. It was so great. It was a super, super, super fun match. Um, I don't know how I feel about him flying to Mexico. Kenny's been doing some traveling, and I don't feel good about that because, like, the Rona's back, baby, and she's bigger than ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, we live in the hotspot. Yay! Yay! Uh, like, worldwide. Um, but it's such a fun match. It was super, super, super fun to see Kenny being Kenny and doing his Kenniest Kenny things. Uh, I hard recommend it. Do go check it out. It's not a super long match. It's on YouTube. And um, if you've missed Six Star Kenny... Go find him, because he's still with us. Plus, bonus information, no dancing ladies. So, go, go, go. Presentamos en la primera esquina, teniendo como second al hijo del vikingo, de nuevo Laredo Tamaulipas. Laredo Keith. En la esquina contraria de Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canadá, el actual mega campeón, The Cleaner, Kenny Omega. I'm going to put over, after all everything I've said about AEW, I'm putting over the Jericho MJF segment, which was lovely. Congratulations are in order. Honored by the New York Times, best performance of 2020 for Dinner Debonair. Your thoughts on this? Well, uh, uh, I just want to point out that um, not only did I create the dinner debonair, but I was actually the co You most certainly did a great job, Christopher. Wow. First last week, back-to-back Dynamite Diamond Ring champion, and now the New York Times best performance of 2020. But the Times got one thing wrong. I couldn't have done this without you, CJ. Yeah, you're right. And you know, I see what you people are writing online, and it's sickening. Claiming that I'm a much better performer. I mean, that's terrible, but I see through all that, Christopher. You know what I see? What? I see a mentor. I see the goat. And honest to God, I see my best friend. I couldn't have done this without you, and I couldn't have done it without you sexy hooligans either. I love you, man. Hey. Congratulations. Thanks. There you go. Watch it. (laughs) Anything they do is gold. See, there's good and bad with everything. WWE, AEW. Except for somebody having the the talk with what's the guy's name? Arnim. 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 Yeah. Arnim Zola. That does it <laughs> no. for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. 
you can still get tickets to the We Got This Holiday Show. And you will be raising money for Lyft, which helps empower families to break the cycle of poverty. It is fantastic. Open Mike Eagle is one of our musical performers. It is a great show. You can get it over at houseseats.live, where you can also get your tickets for New Year's Eve with the Work Juice. With the Work Juice players, we're going to be hanging out for both the East Coast and West Coast New Year's Eve. And they're always a good time. Houseseats.live for that. Danielle. Um, Yeah, just go find me on my social media, uh, Danielle Radford on Twitter. If I'm doing anything of note, I will let you know there. But also uh, watch the Honest Trailers, man, because we're still making those. And they're really good and funny. And I'm very proud of them. So go do that. Lindsay Kelp. Uh, Books. I got books. Books, 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 books. Uh, If anyone buys you a Kindle for Christmas and you're like, I don't know how I feel about this, uh, you can just download some of my books and then you'll feel amazing about it. Um, And yeah, on social media, at Lindsay Kelk, on Twitter and Instagram mostly. So very happy to discuss Total Bellas at any time. Uh, And Julian doesn't want to do it, so someone's going to have to come. Uh, so, so to speak. Uh, so I, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, come by me at Lindsay Kelk and um, we'll, we'll chat. Our producer Julian Burrell is never sus and always the killer. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Links to all of those are in our show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fund members who make this show possible. Buy our t-shirt. It's the holiday season. Get yourself a gift or a loved one the gift of tights and fights on their body. We'll be back next week for a very special holiday-themed episode of Tights and Fights. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.